copyrighted program created by Rio Grande. Attorney's police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 185, regarding a shooting at 310 Marshall Street. That's all, rolls and clips. Nothing can stop the march of progress of definitely superior products. Tomorrow, hundreds of you who have known Rio Grande only through the friendly medium of calling all cars will begin to buy Rio Grande Class gasoline and Sinclair motor oils from your independent Rio Grande dealer. We know this because it has happened every week for the 184 weeks calling all cars has been invited into your home. It has been responsible for cracked gasoline having a greater percentage of sales increase for over two years than any other gasoline. This fact has been a constant source of satisfaction to me as your narrator and announcer, for we who know the facts of cracked gasoline's superior performance and know that we have presented the most conclusive proof of quality ever presented to Western Motors are sometimes impatient with our friends who may still be using some sluggish type of gasoline. Rio Grande's invitation to you is sincere, logical, and true. Any oil man will tell you that cracking is the most modern, scientific method of refining the highest grade of gasoline. The finest cracking process in the world is used by the Sinclair Refining Company, the world's largest independent oil company. In the West, only Rio Grande cracked gasoline can be refined by this process, and it's proof that Rio Grande Crash is recognized as a faster, accelerating, longer mileage, more powerful gasoline. We present the fact that more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment are powered by Rio Grande Crash gasoline wherever it is sold than any other brand. We call this police car performance. For so that's exactly what it is. And that's exactly what you'll get if you will kindly accept our invitation to see your Rio Grande dealer tomorrow. Once more, it is our pleasure to present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. He says, Good evening, friends. Bret Hart once said, For tricks that are dark and ways that are vain, the heathen Chinese is peculiar. In my years as a peace officer, this has not been my experience. I have found that the Oriental view of justice has not always coincided with the Occidental view. But in the main, I have found Chinese people to be upright and respectable citizens. Probably no white man will ever fully understand the vast importance which pride or face has for the average Oriental. But this true story of Los Angeles Chinatown may possibly add a little to our appreciation of its importance to this race from the land of lotus flowers. But your program is waiting. I'll have a few highlights for you at the end of the broadcast. When a man lives in the land that was old, when our own era began, that man takes into himself all the mystery and tradition of that land. He feels instinctively the present years, the insignificance of his own stature against the panorama of generations before him. 
He does not quickly throw off the yoke of tradition and seek things afar off and unknown. But sometimes the lot of such a man is not an easy one. The weight of circumstances becomes an inexorable force which drives him toward far horizons. To Louis Garchon, sitting beside his beautiful young wife in the garden of his father, such a time has come. He looks for the last time at the great yellow moon rising out of the waters of the Yangtze. Soon I will see this garden no more. The moon that comes so silently is a great new dragon to light the sky. will shine on both of us. But I will not be here if it It is not good that Louis Garshan so soon leave the garden of his ancestors. It is not the garden of my ancestors that I shall to leave. Time will be short. Then I will come and see you. No more than four seasons shall pass before I will be great merchant in America. Then we will have our own garden. We will watch the yellow moon rise from our own summer. It is so, for you have said it. It's spring now. And the plum blossoms make your soft cheeks a touch of pink. Then the fruit will be left. When the first sun falls, the leaden feet of messengers shall bring you near. I will write your name on my hand palm. And everything I touch will be yours. No man can foresee his battleground. Every shadow may bring him peril. You will take care. When I reach America, I will seek the house of my king. Do you think Louis and Nan will welcome you? I do not believe he has become the wicked man of your soul. He who forsakes his sacred name of his ancestors must be a wicked and an evil man. Is Louis Sandham so wicked then because men now call him Louis Foot? That alone is not all. I fear Louis Sandham. Is it not because your worthy father refused when my kinsman wished to marry? He who rids his house of an evil had better suffer the evil than tell the world. Oh, Lotus Flower, do not be sad tonight. Before the leaves fall from the plum tree, I will send for you. You shall come to my garden. Then you will be happy. The gods of mercy and of love will hold their hands. Things did not go as Louis Garchon pictured them that night, under the yellow Chinese moon, shining over the garden by the Yangtze. The months went by. The plum trees bloomed again in the garden of Chun's ancestors. The months became years. The lord of the new land would not let Troy come to America. The fifth new year comes and goes, and with it goes the soul of Louis Troy. In a gambling den in Chinese alley, we find Louis San Nam, known to his associates as Louis Fook. Well, you don't seem to be playing so well in that suit. What's the matter? Nothing is the matter with me. Watch your own hand. Okay, Tom. That's how you feel. Yes, that is how I feel. Up to. I will see it. Give me three. And I will take two. Three jacks. Three queens. Yes. That cleans me. And it makes you owe me exactly ten bucks. I haven't got it. 
I will give you my IOU. It's no good here, folks. I told you that before. But I haven't that much money. You'll have to give me time to raise it. Now, listen. I happen to know you had enough this morning to buy junk with. Now, I'm telling you, you better get that ten bucks and get it quick. I will have it inside of an hour. You'll be mighty sure you do, folks. I'm getting fed up with you birds playing this joint for a sucker. Now, get going and get back here with that dough. Don't get so tough about it, fellow. I will get your money. I'll tell a cockeyed world you will. If you don't, you'd better be scared around the alley. Ah, you talk too much. Good evening. What's the matter? It is dark in here. Why do you not light up this place? Light costs too much money. I'm saving it. What for? You cannot send for toy now, you know. Yes. I do know. Oh. I am sorry I spoke that way soon. You know, I love toys too. I know. Um, I am in a spot. I do not believe I understand. I am in a jam. I need help. There'll be a pleasure to help, simply. Well, I mean, it shall be a pleasure for me, too. What is your need of me? I need money. It is a matter of faith. Is it honest, yet? What has that got to do with it? Why, nothing, I suppose. I owe ten dollars to a friend of mine. A debt of honor. Gambling? Yes. I have no money for gambling. You will not help me? I will help you. But I have no money to pay gambling debt. Well, let me have ten dollars. I will pay you back. I have not that much in this store. You haven't ten dollars in this place? Only a few moments ago, men brought goods which I had ordered. I needed all I had to pay something. Well, how much have you? I have... Only five dollars. Well, let me take that. Five dollars will help. Maybe I can stall them for the rest. You are welcome to what I have. Hmm. Things are getting pretty bad when the fellow's own cousin will hold out on him. I am not, as you say, holding out on you. I have given you all that I have in my store. Would you have me borrow for you? That would not be a bad idea. It is an evil idea. I shall not borrow for you. What's wrong with you? For five years. I have been a member of this community. I am known and have the confidence of my fellow countrymen. You have not. Hello. So now you are taking to preaching, eh? There's no gratitude, girl, in your heart. Gratitude? Gratitude for what? A measly five dollars? Ha! Do not make me laugh. Abundance. Like once. Ruins men. You. You and your philosophy. I'm getting fed up with it. I shall repay this loan exactly one month from today, son. With interest. On the night of July 24th, 1934, Chief of Police James E. Davis and a party of friends were enjoying dinner at a tiny restaurant on Marchesto Street. I remember a very interesting case. It was back in 1927, just after I'd been made chief of the department. This particular criminal was a petty thief, a pickpocket. 
He tried to get into narcotic smuggling, wanted to become a big shot, and, uh, was about to... Oh, that's next door. Excuse me, but I'll have to get on the job. I'll be back as soon as I find out the problem.
That leads from fear to hate. Say, what is this, a murder investigation or a recital? What's the matter, Joe? You out of your depth? Heck no, but... It here's... is wise to take action now. Only the fool rests while the thief is still uncaught. Well, this is hardly a thief arrester. But after all, only a fool rests. Well, let's get back to headquarters, boys. We'll come Chinatown tonight for Louis Hoop. Hot dog. Quick, Sandy, the needle. <laughs> Wallace, I want every available man you have. I'm throwing a cordon of radio cars around Chinatown, and I want to send your men into every place where Louis Fuchs might hang out. Okay, Chief. I have a list here of addresses where Fuchs most likely to visit. It's another evidence of the willingness of the Chinese to bring this man to justice. Given to us by two Chinese girls, acquaintances of Fuchs. Quite an array of them, isn't it? Eighteen and all. Now, Wallace... I want you to put Lieutenant Littlegown here in charge of one group. All right. Give Sanderson and Silk as one group. Yeah. Brown and Casey can work with still another group. Yeah. Start in at one end of Chinatown and use this list for all its worth. I want Louis Pooh. There followed hours of feverish activity. House after house was raided. Every address on Keith Davis' list was checked. Chapman Yard. Come in, my lad. Open up. Open up. Okay, get him up. There's some light here. Mother of Moses. Did you ever see so many guys in one room? Your oriental contacts are rusty, Joe. This is only a small family group. 15, 16, 17, 18. He's got They can't get 18 people into this jump. You missed one, Joe. Look at that packing box there. Uh-oh. Oh, sticking in the lower, huh? Come on, get out of there. Come on. Oh, I'm there at the moment. Now listen, monkeys. Listen. We're looking for Louis Fuchs, are we? You catch him, Louis Fuchs? No, I'll catch him. Uh, no, Louis Fuchs, not catch him in this place. No see Louis Fuchs. Two or three days. You know him? Oh, 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 yes. Me know him. No see. Two or three days. Come on, Sandy. Let's scram. We'll knock over the next jump. What about me? I've been asking all the questions for the last hour. All you've been doing is looking them over. Silk Kirsten. Scotland Yard. Yeah, I know. Come on, let's see what this one's got. Come on, open up, open up. Hey, who's looking over the Silk Sanderson, lady, police department. So what? So we're looking over your joint. You got a warrant? Sure, a pocket full of them. Give me a Jane Rowe warrant, Sandy. Oh, never mind. Come on in. Stand there gabbing all night. Now, what's the rest? Nothing for you, lady, unless you know one Louis Fuchs. Sure, I know him. Who doesn't? About 50,000 Chinese from Los Angeles came and never heard of him. Now, how come you know him? Probably because he lives here. What? Hey, what's the matter with you screwballs? Are you deep? I said he lives here. Now, wait a minute, Sandy. Don't get excited. We can handle this all right. Hey, what is this all about? Hey, uh, when did you see this Fuchs bird? See him last, I mean. About 9 o'clock this evening. Exactly. 15 minutes. Well, what was he doing when you saw him last? Going right through that door right behind you. Alone? Nope. Louis Tong was with him. Mm. If I hear that name Louis again, I'm going to bust hey, some but... I'm getting tired of standing here arguing with you guys. Open up for scrams. Now, wait a minute, lady. We're after a guy for murder. You don't want to be locked up as a material witness. You better calm down and let us have what you know. Murder? Louis Fook for murder? Yeah, Louis Fook for murder. Now listen, now listen. Don't get me wrong, boys. I don't know nothing about it. Now listen, it's just like a closer. The last time I saw Louis Fook, he was going out that door with the other guy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Not after you for anything. 
Not after anybody except this Louis Fuchs. You know where the other guy hangs out? No, but I know he's supposed to go to a meeting of this song bunch tonight over on Los Angeles Street. Okay, we'll pick him up later. Any pictures of Louis Fuchs? Sure. Show up in his room. Why don't you go up and look at him? That's an idea. Let's go, Sandy. <laughs> Song headquarters. Might as well park here till they come out. Yeah, which may be any time between now and daylight. Wonder what this meeting's for. Oh, probably discussing the murder and the fate of the murderer. But Garton wasn't a song member. Ah, but Louis Fook was. Chinese feel pretty sore about this thing. So unjustified. Garton was a number one boss man, all right. Look, come some guys out of Tong headquarters. How are we going to find Louis Tong in that mob? Hey, wait a minute. Here comes an old Chinese. I'll see if he knows anything. Uh, does this unimportant detective dare hope that the Honorable Ancient One knows Louis Tong? It is truly written, there is small choice in rotten fruit, the insignificant person now coming from the room of the Honorable Society is the man you see. Ooh, what the... Shut up, look at it. Who is that guy? I don't know, but he suddenly put the finger on Louis Tong. Hey, you. Oh, me? Yes, you. I'd like to talk to you. Well, me, number one fine boy. Me, no do anything. What do you mean, you, no do anything? Now listen, Tom. Cut out the laundry truck. You happen to know you're able to speak English, all right? Now, come on, get in the car. Let's talk while we ride. Okay, Joe, let's go. Now, listen, Tom. We aren't trying to pin anything on you. We're not arresting you. We want you to help us. Where's Louis Fuchs? I do not know. Don't hand us that. We know you were with him at 9 o'clock this evening. Now, where is he? I do not know. It is true I was with him at 9 o'clock tonight. I have not seen him since uh, left the house where we live. Did he have a gun when you saw him tonight? Yes, uh, he had a gun. What time? It was uh, 48, uh, Smith and Wessel. How do you know? He showed it to me. Did he tell you he was going to shoot anybody? He did not tell me. When did you leave him? I left him on Main Street at 9.30. How did you know what time it was? I look at the clock on newspaper building tower. Louis Fuchs say he would meet me again at 11 o'clock. Did he meet you? No. Uh, where did you go to the town headquarters tonight? Uh, they, our leaders, uh, they sent for me. Why? Uh, to ask me what you have asked me. Eh, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Tomorrow morning you will learn what the tongues will do. Next morning, before a drab, shattered building in the heart of Los Angeles, Chinatown, Chief of Police Davis, Captain Wallace, and officers of the Homicide Squad gathered for a few hurried words before climbing the creaking stairs to the headquarters of the Bing Kong Kong. Inside, they found themselves in a scene of almost indescribable splendor. Rich tapestries covered the ugliness of the walls. Sure of exquisite beauty and luxury came to the room and air of old China. America, with its hustle and hurry, had ceased to exist. Here were the leaders of a race of exiles assembled to decide the fate of one of their own members. A part, but still part of the group, were the leaders of the powerful hit Sing Kong. Two distinct factions held them in accord, but now united in a common cause. The avenging of an unjust murder. The murder of a man who was not a member of either Kong. At last, the president of the King Kong Kong spoke. <laughs> It is truly said, silence is a true friend who never betrays. It has also been written that the flower of success can bloom only in a contented heart. No person among our people 
can have a contented heart while freedom still clasps to her bosom one who has so unjustly slain his friend. May this humble person request that the illustrious officer make known his wishes to this unworthy group. I deeply appreciate the honor you've shown in asking me to come to this meeting. Let me assure you that no member of your tones is under suspicion except Louis Van Nam. He is the man we want. If there is here one who knows where Louis Van Nam hides, let him speak. Louis Van Nam is not in this city. Will the president ask this worthy member the source of his information? How do you know this? One of the members of our honorable society has helped him to escape. A fraud is not perfect unless it is practiced on clever and cunning persons. We are not clever and cunning persons, so the fraud is not perfect. The unloyal ones will not go unpunished. It is with sorrow, honorable officer, that I convey to you the news that one of our people has betrayed us. It is given to me to say also that our people offer a reward for the capture of Louis Chan Nam. There followed weeks and months of fruitless search through every Chinatown in America. Then, one morning, several months later... Lieutenant Silkerson, the standard for the seers, eh? Oh, send them in. Yes, sir. This way, gentlemen. Oh, come in, boys. Sit down. Right. Well, what's on your mind? Well, we traced Louis Fook up the coast, eh? And he dropped out of sight in Portland. I got a wire from Texas this morning. I'll read it to you. Have information, the Chinese who hanged himself near Corn City in order to avoid arrest is Louis Fook, wanted for murder in Los Angeles. Advised just position of body. Couldn't take it, huh? How'd the Texas boys find out about it? They were on their way to pick him up on our request. It was his attempt to save his face. How'd you find out the Fook was in Texas? Oh, yeah, it means. You know what Bret Hart said? For tricks that are dark and ways that are vain. I know. The heathen Chinese is peculiar. <laughs> Subsequent investigation led to sending an officer to Texas to exhume and identify the body of Louis Van Nam, known to the underworld of Chinatown as Louis Fook. The Sinclair refining processes that are responsible for the quality of Rio Grande cracked gasoline are also responsible for the quality of Sinclair motor oil. There are many reasons for you to use these internationally famous oils, but the one most important reason right now is this. Sinclair oils contain no petroleum jelly. That's a useful product in your household, but a bad one in your motor. Most oils do contain this harmful ingredient, and you know what happens to it when it gets hot. It melts and breaks down to a watery substance. Sinclair oils will not break down in the most intense summer heat, and that's one reason alone why eight major airlines, 150 railroads, great fleets of ships, and motors of 45 nations of the world depend upon Sinclair oils to protect their billions of dollars' worth of motor equipment. You'll add months or years to the life of your car, and you'll save money with Sinclair motor oil. If you didn't get your free copy of the June issue of Calling All Cars News this last week, that's a third good reason for seeing your real brandy dealer tomorrow. Sinclair eyes for safety with Sinclair motor oils, and get police car performance with real brandy cracked gasoline. And now, Keith Davis has a word for you. One of the most interesting phases of this case we have not mentioned. 
The family of Louis San Nam, or Louis Fook, cooperated with the Chinese Chamber of Commerce and with the Tongs to distribute pictures and descriptions of Louis Fook to every Chinatown in America. Thus it was that his movements were soon known throughout this country. He could not associate with his countrymen nor with Americans. He was indeed a marked man, a man who had lost his face. Calling all cars, attention all cars, the cancellation broadcast 185. This case is now closed. That's all. Over and quit. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, giving you good night for Rio Grande.